good, all that is sacred, and in the warm and loving energy of this community, Spiritual Life Center. If you're joining us for the first time, we especially want to welcome you because we know that you are not here by accident. You're here by divine appointment. Thank you for joining us on your unique path today, and we hope you enjoy this special message from this past Sunday's service. Energy, oh mother, take us there. The words say, Oh mother, take us there, guide us with constant care. Well, once again, happy Mother's Day for those who have mothers, those who have served in that capacity or were born of a mother. <laughs> guys, include, want to be inclusive here. You know, Mother's Day is one of the most widely observe holidays, but Mother's Day is also very tricky sometimes to give talks on because it's like uh, the tale of two cities where, you know, if I may use an analogy, sometimes it's the best of day for some and maybe the worst of day for others because for many, you know, it's a day of joy, it's a day of celebration, it's a day of Lunches and brunches and cards and giving and receiving of gifts. Maybe long phone calls uh, if you're a distance from a mother or nowadays FaceTime or Zoom. But for others, it's difficult. And I know some individuals who consciously avoid coming to maybe a service with the topic of Mother's Day. I have one of my colleagues who I've known for a long time. He would say that I'd just as soon cancel Mother's Day. Because from his perspective, it was seen sometimes as an unjust holiday that was somehow forced or foisted on people who may have lost their mother, or a mother who may have lost a child, or maybe they did not know their mother, or maybe other people, they knew their mother, but they didn't like them, or they didn't like their children, and maybe some who wanted to be that mother but couldn't or never wanted to be a, a mother and maybe society shames them for that. Or maybe some people thought, you know, they wanted to be a mother and they'd say, whoops, uh, that was a mistake. So there may be a litany of reasons that individuals resist, you know, the whole topic. You know, I get it. You know, for many of you know that my mother disappeared when I was very young. And so a long time I had ambivalence about the whole Mother's Day holiday. And I recognize where people may be coming from. But there is a way to celebrate the spirit of Mother's Day. Where the one is a mother and maybe have had some challenging experiences with their mothers. Or mothers maybe have been distanced from themselves, from their children. Because there's a divine mother energy that I call the love supreme that is within all of us. 
It's a divine energy. It never smothers us. Rather, it always supports us. It is always nurturing us if we're open and receptive to receive it. You know, in the Hebrew Bible, in Isaiah, the 66th chapter, the 11th verse, it says, as a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted. This divine mother presence is everywhere. It's ancient. It's mythic. It's a mythic energy that is of unconditional love. It's of divine giving, and it's part of nearly every single culture. And when we embody in a mother or a mother figure those qualities, they have very important lessons for all of us. You know, when we make it part of our own lives, it can change us. It can transform us in its most magnificent ways. So this love supreme, sometimes when it shows up in individuals, teaches us a number of things. It teaches us how to love and give without agenda. There was once a team of researchers who posed a question to a group of four to six-year-olds. And the question that they posed to them was this, what does love mean? And of course, they all gave all kinds of answers, and they were much broader and probably much deeper than they imagined they would be. But one young kid said that love is when you go out to eat and give someone most of your french fries without making them give you any of theirs. That's giving without agenda. It's a quality of a love supreme from that divine mother presence that dwells within each of us. The love supreme consciousness is always directing and guiding us to our highest possibility and reaching out with unconditional love even when we stumble. Even when we stumble over and over again in life, even when we have mistake after mistake in life, it is there for us. There was once a, a famous scientist, and this scientist made a lot of medical breakthroughs and inventions, and he was being interviewed once. And he was asked why he thought he was able to do so much more creatively than the average person. What set him apart? And he said it all came from his experience with his mother that occurred when he was maybe four years old. And he said he was trying to take a bottle of milk from the refrigerator. And he said he lost his grip of the, the milk because it was, the bottle was slippery and, and it fell and the bottle broke and it spilled milk all over the kitchen. So there was a sea of milk everywhere, not only on the floor, but on the tables and the walls. And the mother, instead of chastising him or yelling at him or being upset, simply said, what a great and wonderful mess you have made. I've rarely seen such a huge puddle of milk. Would you like to get down and play in the milk for a few minutes before we clean up? And of course they did. She was, he was all for that. And after a while, the mother said to him, you know, whenever you make a mistake, a mess like this, we all have to gradually clean it up and restore everything to its proper order. 
So would you like to use a sponge? Do you want to use a towel? Do you want to use a mop? So he chose the sponge, and together they cleaned up the milk. And the mother said, what you have here is an experiment that has gone awry. You have an experiment that didn't quite work out in how to effectively carry a big bottle of milk with your tiny hands. So they made an arrangement for him to go out in the backyard and filled up the bottle with water and figured out a way that he could carry it without dropping it. And the boy learned that if you grasp it at the very top with his, both of his hands holding it tight, he could carry it without dropping it. But within that was a wonderful lesson. Because the scientist remarked that at that moment, he knew he did not need to be afraid of making mistakes. And he learned that mistakes are simply opportunities for us to learn something new. And that's what an experiment should be about in our own life. Even if an experiment does not work out, even if something in our life does not work out, there's usually something for us to learn that is valuable in it. So I think this divine, supreme, loving presence is reminding us there's no failure. There's only feedback. Only feedback. So the lesson from the quality of the love supreme that is calling us right now. Remember, it's a reminder that no matter what we have done or not done, we can always begin again. I don't know if you ever played any, you know, games with friends, you know, maybe... You know, baseball or something like that, in the backyard or in the, on the street. And, you know, you might be imagining you're, you're a pitcher or somebody and somebody else is the batter. And you get ready to throw the ball, you know, toward the person for them to hit the ball. So they get in their stance and you're the pitcher. You throw the ball. They swing and miss. And the person will say, oh, that doesn't count. I wasn't ready. That doesn't count. I wasn't ready. You say, hey, man, you were like, you know, you said you were ready. You were in your stance. You had the bat up and everything. What do you mean you wasn't ready? He said, no, that doesn't count. I wasn't ready. I want to do it again. But I think that's how the divine mother energy presence treats us. We can always get a do-over. Because no matter how much we may have messed up, there's a do-over possibility from this presence. It's supporting us. Often maybe a mother figure will embody this, you know, when a child seemingly makes those mistakes over and over again in their life. You know, in my previous life, I, you know, represented juveniles in juvenile court. And they would invariably get into trouble. And sometimes I would talk to the mothers and uh, let them know what they had been charged with and what they had done and, and so forth. And sometimes the mother would say, well, that's not my child. I said, wait a minute. Isn't your child's name so-and-so? Uh, isn't, is isn't this his picture? <laughs> now, we got this videotape. Well, is that him in that videotape there where they got him doing this, you know, whatever? And the mother would say, yeah, but I don't care what they say about him. I don't care what they say about her. What they have in the news about that person Whatever they've been charged with, I know my child. And that's not my child. So sometimes it's heartbreak after heartbreak over and over again. They know there's something there that is always redeemable. Something that's made in the image and likeness of good. 
And they give and they give and they give and they provide a lesson for us to walk through life and to reach out to live without agenda, to give without agenda, to support without agenda, and leaving the outcome to the presence of God. This is the love supreme that is telling us this, and it tells us many things. And something else, it tells us to, to give in service, to give in service so that our littleness, our humanness, our sometimes restricted part of us begins to be diminished. And so the deeper part of us, the spiritual part of us, begins to surface itself. You know, similarly, when mothers give with an open heart, the, the boundaries of what we think our limitations are, are begin to erode. And I know that, you know, psychologists will say, you know, uh, you know set your own personal boundaries and, and uh, have balance in your life and you know, don't let people infringe upon it, even family members or children. We know they say that, and that's very wonderful, and it does have its place. And they tell us, don't burn yourself out. But there always are those moments where those mother figures know, and sometimes they know it, in their sacrifice that they go without. And they make sure that ch their child can go and take a course or join this group. And the mothers know they don't want them to go without they want to make sure their child grows up with the understanding that there's always someone supporting them no matter what. That we do live in an abundant universe. Even as buying something they do not need. There's a moment that the mother figure knows that I have to get this for my child even if I have to go without. So they may sacrifice in that moment. They go to beyond what their seeming limitations are and they give. And as a result, they tap into the inexhaustible realm that is beyond time, beyond space, the givingness of the God presence. And it gives, and they know that this presence will give them an assist along the way, even if they don't know how it's going to show up. Blessings begin to come in their own life. They know that if they just focus on themselves, or as they say, save their little life, they'll lose it. But if they lose their life for a bigger idea, for that divine idea known as a child, oh, that divine presence will show up. So they are expressing an aspect of the love supreme. I think when we give with that open heart in service to others, the boundaries of our littleness erodes. The divine presence takes over. The love supreme energy teaches us this. And it also teaches us that mothers on the planet seek to emulate this energy. Well, like I said, some people may be saying, you know, right now, you know, I dig what this man is saying. But none of that was my experience. None of that was like that. He's not describing my mother experience at all. As a matter of fact, as I'm listening to this, I think I'm going to send a link to the video so she can listen to it and watch it. And so people may be saying, I did not know my mother. I was adopted. Or my mother passed before I got to know her. And none of that applies to me. But I would say, yes, it does. You know, the human incarnation of motherhood is a representation of a dynamic energy that is everywhere present. And as you and I hear the divine voice within our own heart, 
we can begin to mother ourselves. When we realize there is nothing lacking in our life. There's nothing that's ever been lacking. Nothing's been lacking in our life, regardless of the historical perspective that we may have had about how we see our life. We can stand up now and understand that we have been surrounded by a presence. A presence that's within all of us. And we're seeing a vision of perfection where you and I are concerned, and that's how the spirit of living God sees us. It never turns its back on us. Sometimes we may be laden with guilt, burned with mistakes, missed opportunities, and so forth. But the love supreme presence is saying that you have infinite possibilities, that you are my beloved of which you and I should be well pleased about. And we can instantly step in that awareness no matter what and direct our attention to that loving presence. And then we can watch our life becomes transformed and reveal that glory of God that is always there. So we do that on this Mother's Day. We do that recognizing that love supreme, that unconditional love is always right here where we are. It doesn't respect persons. You know, it's like the rain that comes down on everybody. So we got it. It's impersonal. We can't own it. But it's it's saying, let me be an instrument of it. It's telling us to do that. It is the love of God that is coming through us when we open ourselves to it. It is God's wisdom that is coming through. It's God's peace that is coming through. The God's affluence and beauty and understanding. It's not that littleness that we sometimes restrict ourselves to. And yet, it may be impersonal, but for us, it's very personal when we open ourselves to it. So our charge today is to accept it for ourselves, that we are magnificent expressions of this presence. And it's reminding us constantly, regardless of what has happened to us in our history. Sometimes it just takes one thought derived from this spiritual idea, this love supreme presence. You know, as I mentioned earlier, when I was very young, my mother disappeared in my life. And, you know, from what I recall, and who knows what your memory does to you, but you come home and she's not there. She wasn't there later that evening. She wasn't there later that next day. And then a certain angst started overcoming me. And then it came to the realization that it was never coming back. At least that's what I thought. She was gone. She disappeared. So you can imagine the event having an impact on my life, my sense of self-worth, sense of value of myself. So over 25 years, there was a sense of void within me because of the way I interpreted that event. And it's a primary event that kind of led to my own spiritual path. Because I went through lots of personal challenges because of how I saw myself. So I went through these riotous living and rose up and everything collapsed around me. But all of that served as a catalyst for my personal growth. But I will say amidst that challenge, amidst of that seeming void that was within me, there was one incident with my mother that lifted me above that, helped me rise above that experience. And I've shared this because it was so pivotal about my 
life and how it transformed and how I began to see the power of God, the power of mind, how we direct our attention. You know, I shared a story in the, the blog I wrote earlier this week and I've shared in the past, but it kind of reminds me of how to see things from a different perspective. And so I was very young. I was in my backyard and you know, as often would happen with kids during the summertime, I got a little bored. There was nobody to be me to play with. And so I decided to make up my own game. And I remember I saw a beehive, you know, you know, like in the corner of the house. And I decided, you know, okay, I'm going to take this stick and I'm going to just hit this beehive. I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking at all. But I took the stick and I hit the beehive and the bees came out and started running after me. I got away. I said, oh, I'm good. They, they'll never catch me. So I went back and I took the stick and I hit the beehive again. And they came and ran after me and I got away. And I was getting ready to go back for the third time. And apparently the bees decided to have a meeting. Decided to get together their strategy. And so I went back with the stick the third time, and before I could even hit the beehive, they came out in formation. I mean, the blue angels had nothing on them. So they flew at me, and I got stung all over my head and on my eye, my neck, and I, I was looking like one of those creatures in, in, in the Star Wars bar scene, you know? You know, I was one of those, you know, people that could have fit right on in because I was looking hideous. But I remember right after that, my mother came to me, and I remember she was holding me, caressing the, the wounds and from the bee stings that I was going through at that moment. And there was a tender, loving presence and support that I had in that moment of my, my grief and pain and misery that I was going through. And I began to think about that more than anything else all those years that she and I were separated. I think her act of love came out of that divine mind, the divine idea, that supreme love. And despite all the unpleasantries and the negative experiences, I had really created for myself as a result of believing I was abandoned. Whenever I thought about that scene, all those seemingly negative beliefs began to disappear. The lower thoughts had no power because I was focused on the event based upon that love supreme. It seemed that had centered, entered into my awareness. And so whenever I think about anything based upon a divine idea, what any of us do, whenever it's based upon the motherhood qualities of God, that love supreme becomes more powerful than anything else, and anything less than that begins to lose its power because divine ideas are based upon the truth that liberates us and makes us free. We see that we are never alone, even if we think we are on the human level. Though it may have been felt that way, maybe emotionally, we have never been alone. And throughout our journey of life, we're never alone, no matter what our relationship with our natural mothers may be, our human mothers may be. There is always something there. It may come in the form of other people. 
guardian angels, teachers, people walking around, around us making sure that we do not fall. But even without them, there's something within us that's in league with this dynamic, cosmic, universal energy. This is love supreme. It is our life. This God presence is all around us. It's right where we are. And when we begin to practice the realization of this, when we practice living from this, then the entire universe begins to shape itself around who and what we are here to be, expressions of this loving presence. I think if we look at our world today, the world is seeking to be in alignment with that divine presence now. And as each of us become those instruments in which the fullness of God is expressed, then something happens that moves us to another level of being. I think this is the world is calling out for this today. This is what's important today. And each of us can do that by expressing and being the divine ideas from this love supreme, which is our mother presence that is always with us. So we bless it. We bless the divine motherhood that is in all of us all of the time. So it's in this spirit, I wish you a happy Mother's Day. Peace and blessings. We are grateful for the opportunity to share with you today and hope you've taken something from this Sunday's message. If you'd like to hear more from Spiritual Life Center, be sure to click subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening from. You can find out more about our community on our website at www.slcworld.org. We look forward to being a part of your continued spiritual journey. Wherever you are, God is, and all is well. Spiritual Life Center